for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women share and store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We want to thank our sponsor, Noonday Exploration, today. Noonday helps families by purchasing purchasing oil and gas royalties from estates. For more information, call 903-530-9352 or go to noondayexploration.com. Our topic today is trusting your gut when it says sexual predator. And our very special guest is Sandy Bristow. And Sandy, you are such a courageous and good woman. I'm so excited you're with me. Thank you for joining me. Oh, you're too sweet. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm going to brag about you for a split second, which I know you hate. So just close your ears and let me tell our audience a little bit about you so my listening friends will know what a treat they're in for. Sandy is, uh, I call her the the mother of one plus 100 <laughs> because she has one beautiful daughter. Her hus- she and her husband have one daughter, and then they have taken in countless people over the years into their family. She has an amazing education and background. Uh, One of my favorite degrees that she has is in food and nutrition, and she's very holistic and wholehearted, I would say. I've known her family a while and just love and admire them. She's been in all kinds of missions and, and had a quite an impact on the Russian and Ukrainian church, especially on the West Coast in California, where she lived before God told her she had to be a Texan. <laughs> and and of all the unusual things, which you're going to get to know her, my dear friends, but she also is not afraid or embarrassed to claim her ability to interpret dreams, which we know in our modern culture, unless you have a pretty solid understanding of the Old Testament, most people are in our modern day are afraid to even acknowledge that dreams can inform us. So not only is she well-educated, but she's also intuitive. Her current ministry involves helping women, and she is a mighty courageous, not a whip at all, and so that's one reason I'm really excited about her being here with us to tell us her story today. So, Sandy, with that, I'm just going to turn it over to you. Why don't you start by giving us a really great definition of what it means to be sexually assaulted? Okay. Well, thank you for that great introduction there um, that I'm blushing even though you can't see it. But uh, that, Yeah, it's like, oh, my gosh, who's she talking about? Um, but thank you. That's just amazing. Um, yeah, well, sexual assault, uh, the definition, the legal definition of sexual assault is an act in which a person sexually touches another person without that person's consent. Or if somebody's, like, coerced physically, 
to engage in a sexual act that's against their will. Um, it's a form of sexual violence, and it also includes rape. The Department of Justice defines sexual assault as any kind of sexual conduct or behavior that occurs without the explicit consent of the recipient. And so um, when I say sexual assault, as I'm giving my story today, um, that's, that's what I'm talking about by sexual assault. It's just being touched um, by another person without, you know, without my consent in my, in my story. They're touching me without my consent. And, and so I'm know, calling. Just knowing your fam- family, I know this whole thing is so creepy. I can hardly, I can hardly stand to listen to you tell it as much as I love you and hate it that this happened to you. It's just creepy. Oh, it's very creepy, especially when it happens to you. Yes. It's very creepy. But my story starts in um, May of 2016. And um, actually the background on that is I had seen this chiropractor for nine years. So I knew him. And um, I I wasn't new to his practice. I knew Mm. a lot about him. He was really popular. Mm. He was educated really good at what he did, and but underneath all that genius that you would see, I got to know him over nine years, and I saw a side of him that was um, very troubled. He had mentioned mm-hmm. recreational drug use. Uh, oh. The staff in the office had confided in me that he had pornography on his computer, and they had to ask him to take his computer home. Mm. And But still, I had seen about ten other chiropractors and they couldn't help me with my problem because I had back and neck problems from a car accident. He was mm-hmm. the only one that could help me, and uh, so I continued to see him. One day I needed to have a chiropractic adjustment, and um, I called in, and the chiropractor actor answered the phone, and he said, oh, yeah, just come on in during my lunch hour, and I'll just treat you. And I went in, and the secretary was not there, and there was no one in the waiting room because I was there during lunch hour. And so mm-hmm. I, I went in and and saw him. I went face down on the table just like I always did, and he slid his hands underneath me and started groping my breasts. And when that oh. happened, this had never happened before. This was not a legitimate move. Mm. I mean, he couldn't say he was massaging my sternum. He couldn't say that that he was doing any kind of legitimate chiropractic move. I've seen chiropractors uh. for 40 years, and I know what a real move is. And um, this, is so this was not a real, yeah, it was creepy. But he had his hands under me, and he was groping my breasts, and... At first, I went into shock, and after that, I just went into terror because he's big. I'm five foot two. I'm not that big, and he's, um, you know, he's I don't know, close to six feet tall. And he was leaning on me, and there was no way I could get up. I was stuck, and all I could do is cry out to God. And under my breath, I said the name of Jesus. Wow. And I said, God, and in my mind, I'm say, I'm praying, God, help me get out of this. Please get him off of me. And when I said that, in my mind, 
he backed off, and I slid off of the table on the opposite side from him and got up and walked out calmly. I turned around to look at him to see if he was going to chase me because I was so fearful, and he was standing in the corner, and he was obviously stimulated. He was breathing He was breathing heavy, and um, his face was flushed red. His hands were on his hips, and I thought, oh, my gosh. And I just walked out and down the hallway, got to the end, and it was an automatic door. And I thought, oh, no, what if it's locked? Yeah, and, I want you to explain why you felt trapped by that, because you had told me this earlier. And I, I want to be sure our listeners understand by by going into the office without realizing that there was no one else there, you were basically trapped by this automatic secure, you know, quotes, air quotes, security system in place. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I didn't exactly know whether that door would open or not because at certain times during the day it's locked and you have to push a button on the outside just to get in. And um, But I got to the end, and I saw that it was not locked, and I was able to get out. And, and, your, um, and your, your fear you shared with me at one point was, what if he has a button somewhere that will right. lock the door, and then you're trapped? And then I'm trapped. But, yeah, I thought about that. I was going down the hallway. Lots of things were going through my mind, and you're right. That did go through my mind. What if he had a way to trap me in the building? But I got down there, and uh, and God protected me. The door opened, and I got out. I got in my car, and I still didn't feel safe. And I drove away, and I still didn't feel safe. I still had fear and terror. And I drove all the way home, and I was still shaking. I got home, and I could barely um, uh, get in the house. I could barely walk. I was absolutely overcome with terror. And I was... It was like someone had hit me with a stun gun because my brain didn't really want to work right at that wow. point. And Boy, that's a I, common denominator. I hear women say that a lot. Um, we just did a, a couple of episodes on how it means, what it feels like to be when you're roofied, you know, and that is certainly a symptom of being roofied. But it can also be a symptom of just flat out assault with no drugs associated. So I'm glad you brought that up. And I really want to emphasize when a woman has been tr- touched inappropriately, it's so shocking that it can send your brain into this kind of fog. Yeah, I was in shock. And it's hard to think clearly when you're in shock. But yeah. um, God was guiding me, and um, I'm glad he was, and I'm glad he got me out of there. With any sexual assault, um, there's a lot going on there in with the perpetrator um, about power. They are lording their power over the victim. Mm-hmm. And as long as they think they have power and they're in control, they can continue on with what they're doing. And by my praying, God got him off of me, and I was able to slide off the table and wow. and get out. We have one minute to break, and I want you to, you've told me, and I've now forgotten, how is the best way for people to reach you, Sandy? Because when you come back, you're going to talk some more about some of the things that you've learned in this process of this story you're sharing today. So tell tell us how people can reach you. Well, they can reach me by phone. You know, um, my phone number is 903-894-8224. 
That is so precious of you to share that. As we go to the break, I just want everyone of my friends to realize Sandy just shared her personal phone number. So if you've had an experience like this, especially in our region and especially if it involves a chiropractor, feel free to call her. I mean, that would be a blessing on, from both sides. And we want we want to have uh, accountability and so she's so willing to do that and so brave i really appreciate that we're going to go to the break now and we'll be back to talk to more more with sandy bristow when we get back talk radio so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts more truth with a texas twang when we return Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally, she lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. I'm here with Mary Ottman, and I asked her to tell you about Water to Thrive. Water to Thrive builds wells and changes lives for people living in rural villages in Africa. Waterborne illnesses have killed more people than all of the armed conflicts combined since World War II. In fact, 5,000 children under the age of five die each day from waterborne diseases. Since 2008, Water to Thrive has built 750 wells, benefiting 400,000 people. You can make a difference by donating at www.watertothrive.com. W-A-T-E-R-T-O-T-H-R-I-V-E dot org. Have you ever met one of those people who just can't be stopped? It's like they're unstoppable. Yeah, I have. Me too. What's their mystique? Nothing stops these people. Each week, join Coach Frankie Picasso for Mission Unstoppable, where you'll meet some of the most amazing people. They've accomplished their goals despite insurmountable odds. They beat adversity, physical hardship, and traumatic events, and emerge triumphantly. They're people just like you and me, and they're winners. Are you unstoppable? Join Frankie Picasso every week for Mission Unstoppable and learn how. Stop. What if I told you there was a new place for senior care? A place where mom's bathtub recitals are met with rousing applause? Where Lola the Yorkie Poo has the run of the place? A place where corn dogs are on the menu whenever? It's home. Where mom built her life. Call Home Instead Senior Care at 1-800-455-CARE or visit homeinstead.com to learn more about in-home services like 24-hour care, memory care, hospice support, and meals and nutrition. Oh, miles and miles of Texas. Yeah. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Welcome back. We've been talking to Sandra Bristow, and she is a trained women's minister and, and educated to the hilt. And her ministry in recent years has become more and more ministering to other women. What's interesting is God allowed this experience she had, this terrible, almost spiritual attack, I would say, uh, to 
educate her even more thoroughly in the traumatizing effects of sexual assault. So she's become quite an expert on that. And I'm so grateful, Sandy, that you're willing to tell your story and that you've joined me today on Fireside Talk Radio to give other women all this great information. So I wanted to talk to you now. I know part of your story involved discovering that there was another victim out there and and you've explained to me the consequences and the progression of how this works so would you share that with our listeners today yeah i sure would um after i was assaulted i um it took me three or four months before i could call the texas board of chiropractic and make a report and when i did the particular person that I got a hold of when I first called said that it was his word against mine and that um, probably they wouldn't give a whole lot of um, credibility to my report was wow. pretty much what they said. So I was I was really disappointed because they were discouraging me from filing a report. So I didn't mm. file at that time. Um, about a year and a half later... I got word that there was another victim, Mm. and I started doing some research and uh, found out some details. I'm not going to share a lot right now about that, but lo and behold, I did get in contact with her, and I think it was just an act of God because Mm. it was like finding a needle in a haystack, but I did get a hold of this other victim, and her Mm. assault was worse than my assault. And I sat down, and it was like a moment of realization of just what was occurring. Because I've done some study on sexual addiction, and I have had to counsel some women who have had problems with this um, in their marriage. And with Mm. sex, sexual addicts is just like all other forms of addiction. Um, People who are addicted to drugs, we know over time they have to take a larger dose in order to get the same high that they got when they first got started on drugs. And it's the same way with uh, sexual addiction. People start out just by looking at porn, and then eventually Mm -hmm. they will have to advance that to a a real touch situation or Mm -hmm. sexual assault or peeping Tom. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, they will have to do something to uh, kind of up the ante Mm-hmm. And um, they put themselves in a more dangerous situation, but at the same time, they're, uh, they have a substance addiction. And that it's a, a neurochemical pleasure response is what it's called, but it's, it causes a release of oxytocin, dopamine, adrenaline, uh, endorphins, serotonin. All of this stuff produces a mild euphoria. And the sexual addicts um, need to keep upping, upping the ante to get these things to respond in their brain. And they, they, of course, they don't understand, you know, what addiction is really about, but they are just acting on something that will give them the response they're looking for. But um, that's just, you know, in a nutshell about sexual addiction. But any time that you're around a sexual addict, they live in a fantasy world and they completely abandon their values to seek what they're looking for just to get that high. And it creates a dangerous environment for, for women, whether it's in the workplace, 
I mean, we all know about the Harvey Weinstein thing, right? Yeah. And what oh, went on with that? Yeah. You know what? We're going to have to wrap up this episode. Is that is that? I can't believe the time is getting away from us so quickly. Um. So will you? I know you'll come back and do another show with me. I want to do one on how our intuition is so valuable to us, and how we can look forward to using our intuition to protect ourselves. Would you mind doing that with me soon? Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, the trust, you, the real trust your gut thing, yeah, because God gave us an instinct, and we're made yeah. in his image. He is all-knowing, and so he has imparted that knowing to us. We're created to have an inner knowing that makes us different from anyone else that doesn't know the Lord or from people who, uh, or if we're animals, I'd say, even, you know, we are very different because God gave us that inner voice of the Holy Spirit to tell us what is the right thing to do. Well, I'm going to give your phone number one more time in case the tunes surprise me. I, I get so engaged in these shows that sometimes I lose track of the time and I think we're running out of time. Your phone number which you graciously shared is 903-894-8224 and I just want to say that I encourage women to call that number 903-894-8224 if they're looking for some kind of relief. In the next segment we're going to talk about how healing happens in community and Sandy's just got some really profound thoughts on that that I've eager for her to share and so uh, we're going to do another episode on that and when we do I think y'all my listening my beautiful listening friends will discover that she is a great resource and so generous now she does this for women all the time she she has been doing this for years and now God has just added one more tool to her repertoire of things she understands very well and personally. I want to just close it with another thought, Sandy, and then I'm going to toss it back to you till till the show's over. Um, God is a God of justice. That is his very nature. So when someone preys on his daughter, imagine the injustice that causes in the universe. I, I mean, it must be inevitable that justice will happen sooner or later because God's own nature is challenged by that injustice. Yeah, this is true. God is a just God. He is the righteous judge. And uh, he he understands justice in ways that we don't understand justice. You know, we're looking for fairness. We're looking for revenge. <laughs> we're looking for all kinds of different things. But, you know, knowing and understanding what true justice is in a situation, that takes God because God, since he is all-knowing, and he's all understanding. When he looks at a person, justice to him is is when he just scans that entire person, mentally, physically, spiritually. He understands what's going on, and he wants stuff to be just in that person's life. And any time we're looking for justice, we really need to be looking for God because he's the one that understands what true justice is. And even in this case with this chiropractor that mm-hmm. has assaulted me and this other woman in a horrible way, um, uh, justice is not what we're thinking. Justice is what God is thinking. And we can report here on earth, which I eventually did. I did report to the Texas uh, Chiropractic Board, and they are doing an investigation. I just want to throw that in there. But um, 
justice is it it's going to come out from God first and he is going to understand you know exactly what it is that needs to be done even greater than what we will we can try to get justice on this earth but you know a lot of times justice isn't served on this earth and if it's not that person is still not going to get away with what they did because God is the judge well, I love your conviction, and I, I really want people to understand, and we'll talk some more about this on the next show, but you have a lot of intuition because you have, a, your spirit is so plugged into God's spirit, and so I think that is one reason, like even calling on his name so instinctually like you did, I really applaud that, and I see the beauty of his protection for you in that split second. Your willingness to trust him and be in the habit of turning to him really paid off for you didn't it 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 truly did you know i just want to insert one little thing here it's kind of um uh real quick and just in case anyone's listening they decide they want to call me if they want to call me about the name of this chiropractor i just want to say right now i'm not going to give out his name it's an active case and so that means legally he could sue me for defamation of character, and I don't want to do that. And so uh, since this case, is, the investigation is still ongoing, I want to leave that in the hands of the detective and leave it in the hands of God. And um, I'm not going to reveal his name to anyone. Now, if people want to call me and they want to uh, just run a name by me, that's fine, and um, and I will counsel them and try to get them to uh, make a report, see if they need anybody to pray with them, and because um, I love to pray people through and pray for healing for them. So, um, you know, that's that. I just wanted to add that in there. Well, I appreciate your integrity so much, Sandy, and I think you're wise to be judicious. We often get impatient for what we want instead of trusting God's, um, the beauty of the way he moves and acts on our behalf. So often what we learn is that as we wait on him, we, we know him better than we could ever hope possible. So I really respect your judgment on that. And I, I appreciate your judiciousness as you wait for the systems in place that he has established that governing authority and so forth let's we'll, i'll just join you in praying that the people in authority will be sensitive to his his justice in this situation and not let a perpetrator go and without consequences for his own sake too no no human is going to be happy or or blessed in a situation where he's hurting other people that that can't that's just self-destruction is what it is. So for his own sake, we hope that some justice creates consequences that rein him in. Well, this has been an amazing episode. You are such a brave and courageous woman. And I hope my listening friends get a sense of how well-educated and strong you are. This is, you're an exception. You're not the rule. I mean, most women don't have the courage you have, and, and I know 70% don't report. So I just want to thank you not only for reporting yourself, but for encouraging other women to do that. So I hope you'll join us next time and look for the other episode with my friend Sandy Bristow. Thank you for joining us at Fireside Talk Radio, where we speak truth with a Texas twang. Truth with a Texas twang.
with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, settled. Got in.